the object of Taxi Chronicles to sell our real riders with real stories, share their experience and enhance your life. So sit back and enjoy the journey. Today we have Amanda, we're yeah. in East London, and instead of doing an interview in the car, we decided to do it in her place of business, I won't say establishment, and, <laughs> and she's just going to give us an interest in who she is and what she does for the community and how long she's been around. So nice to have you here today, Amanda. Thank you, thank you for having me. So tell me, Amanda, what kind of person were you when you were in school? Oh, what look- kind of person was I in school? I was quite active, you know. Quiet. I wasn't really. Yeah, I was quite, quite active. Okay, where you? I was a good girl in school. You was a good girl. Yeah. You sure? I had one or two bunks, but that's it. <laughs> and you, you were brought up in East London? Not primarily. No, I was. I was born here. Left there when I was eight, and lived in Jamaica until I was sixteen, okay. and then I came back. So what part of Jamaica? St Mary Derry okay. District is My- called. Okay, that's good. My people are from Clarendon, Maypen. Okay, yeah, 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 we know Clarendon, Maypen, yeah. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows. You get a lot of artists <laughs> yeah, from there. Yeah. Okay. Maypen. So, when you when you left school, what was your what was your plans in life? So, I always wanted to be a singer or a teacher, and I started off writing songs when I was younger. And then when I got a bit older, it sort of drifted off and I started going more into childcare. So mm. I started to run like after school clubs, preschools and nurseries mm. and just sticked into that industry until mm. started into hospitality. Okay. So going back to the singing, did you have any, you got out, any singles or albums out no, there? No, nothing's out. It was just all in my book. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You, you put that on YouTube, you know? You never know, yeah. You might, you might get them likes and then... Maybe. You don't mean that. Doesn't hurt to throw it out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you said you start to get into retail. Mm-hmm. Like, um... What was the... Childcare. Oh, childcare. So why, why childcare? Because I love kids and I like to give back to the community in the sense where I want to see people growing in a more friendly and love sort of environment. You know, I think kids growing up nowadays, they lack a lot of things to do or not have enough, you know, they don't have that sustainability at home, whether it's mum or dad. And so they miss out on different things. So I always wanted to... I like to see kids smiling. That's just what it is, really. If I see a happy kid and I know you've got everything that you, you know, you're not bored, you're stimulated each day, it does a lot for me. It makes me know that there's good things going on and it brings you to be a better person in society as well. So mm. that's why I wanted to do childcare and it's why we've got this place here. Okay. So you fostered and stuff like that? No, just. Just caring. Babies, yeah, just caring. So on the day job and then leaving it and going home. But. Through families and friends, I would normally babysit the kids on the weekend, take them out and stuff like that. So everyone knows to bring the kids to Amanda's house. So yeah, I'm the one with all the kids. Okay. But at least I can give them back. So, that's so I take it when you say that you've got no kids, but you're just that, that perfect aunt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I've, got, I've got one child of my own, that's about it. I don't think I'll have any more. But I like, I, I love kids, like having the bar and know, and meeting so many of them coming mm. in different days and even parents, it's nice to see mm. what's happening outside and mm. nice to sort mm. of let them know that there's a space here for them to mm. do anything they want to do, whether it's mm. roller skating or football, tennis mm. or coming to make a smoothie or learning how to do other things. Mm. So tell us about the process of getting this place because obviously... Oh. You, you're, you, you're, you sound story. like you're a pillar of the community right now. You're well-established. You've been here since... 
So I've been here since January this year, January. Officially opened in February. U-Spot Bar has been around since 2018. So we have been in the community, but we've been doing pop-ups. So we use the parks and we use um, leisure centers, stuff like that. And we just pop up. We use everyone everyday spaces where we was running a few of our activities. So in our pop-ups, we was delivering tasters of what our bar would have had. So when we run our pop-ups, we're doing cooking, music and film nights is the stuff that we wanted to have in our bar. We would do roller skating, things like that. We do mocktail sessions with the teens. So everything that we did as just a single approach mm. was a taster of what, if we had our own space, what mm. in our space would include. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so did the council approach you or this company? No, how this all happened was, so being, so running from 2018 and just putting myself out there. So when I mean putting myself out there, I pop up in places with the gear and get everyone to just join in. So I will pop up in random places. We go to Newham. Most of it was being done in Barking and Dagnam. So we go like to Barking Park, Chadwell Heath Parks, every, anywhere and everywhere. And even on the streets, just popping up the gear and just getting people to engage. So I was doing a lot of that, a lot of business networking, not anything to do with the council. It's mostly just local businesses mm -hmm. and just seeing what they are doing and how I could be better than them and bringing something different to the area. So running that, doing the pop-ups, I was recruiting young people alongside to help run the pop-ups for me because there's a lot of gear to set up. Like if we're going to put the gazebo out and set that up as well, then that would mean that I need that workforce with me because sometimes with you Spot Bar, we're not saying that sports is just summer, it's all year round. So we make sure we have the certain gears so we can pop up in the parks. If it's raining, you still can participate in sports. Mm. So because of all these pop-ups and just coming out in the squares, so places like at the front here, we was popping up at the front and we was part of the maker's market because I was getting young people to find a skill that they can use to generate money for themselves so they can jump on the stalls with me and other adults that were selling and get to work alongside them. So mm. sharing skills so we can learn off the young people, the young people can learn off of us. Mm -hmm. So I was doing both things. I was doing pop-ups and sports and the maker's market for young people and adults. And within that time of having the gear out, especially out in the square, we had the councillors coming backwards and forwards. And I didn't know that the building across us at the side was flat. It was literally, I thought it was just offices and things like that. And then one day when we was on the market and we put the gear out, we were just flooded with kids. And then I wanted to go home. It was like six o'clock. They were like, no, why are you, can you not stay? Da, 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 da. So I stayed here until about half eight and then I went home. And then from that, every day when we was on the market, we would bring the gear out. And so it wasn't just the case where parents were coming to shop and the teenagers was on the store. We also had the kids. They didn't feel bored. Because there's one thing I didn't like when I was, going, when I was growing up, when my mum went to the market and talked to this one and that one, and like, yes, Miss Betty, how long you been here? Yeah, long time I not see you, you know? Da, da, da. And you're there for ages and ages, you know? And you're just there like a little kid thinking, when is mum and dad gonna stop, like, when is she gonna stop talking? Yeah, when we started, when I started doing the maker's market here, I just thought, you know what? I remember that I just that scene came back and I thought, you know what, let's make sure we do the pop-ups. The reason why the street ball was popping up anyway, because we had a tournament happening that year. So that was in July, June, July. 
and then the tournaments were going to be happening in August. So mm -hmm. we was literally doing a recruitment process while mm -hmm. being on the market. I got some questions. Yeah. What have you learnt that you wish you knew when you had started, based on this whole process of business that you've been doing? What have I learnt that I wish I did at start when I? Hmm. Well, I, I can't say, I can't really say, because it's like, in everything we know, when you're doing anything, you, got, you are going to get setbacks. So the only thing that I've sort of learned is that I can't, I'm a shy person, but a lot of people don't think I'm shy. So that was one of the things I've learned through, when, it, when I got this place, I realised that, yeah, there were so many other things that I could have potentially gotten because I could have gotten if I wasn't as shy how I was back then, if that made sense. Like, I've got a lot of great ideas and how to put things. I'm very good at problem solving, but I'm quite shy at sharing it out there. So I think that held me back a bit, but they say things happen in its time, so I guess mm. it was the time for now. Um, but that's something I would have tell anyone or even myself back then mm. not to be shy to show your greatness of what it is mm. that you have. How have you overcome that? Um, by telling myself that I'm going to be my own failure. <laughs> mm. if, I don't, if I don't rub that out, then the business ain't going to generate where mm. it needs to go. Just as you reminded me today, be in the face of, you know, what okay. I do. Do you have an alter ego? No. No, I don't think so. Break down alter ego for uh, me. Alter ego is, is where you feel, let's say my alter ego is um, my Bond, James Bond. And the reason why it's James Bond is because he's carefree, but he's smooth and he just gets the job done. Oh. Do you understand? So I had another colleague, a podcaster, her alter ego is Superwoman. Okay. Because she sees herself as Superwoman standing yeah. there, or Wonder Woman, <laughs> whatever, whatever it is, some major empowerment in that respect. Of I would probably just say my mum, because she was she was a great woman. Like if anyone met her, like she she went through a lot, and she she was any much better than a Superwoman to me. So she's everything. She's mm. my older. She's she's everything. Like mm. anything I do is because of mm. the what she's taught me from young and what I've sustained through that. Mm. Like. Okay. Everything that I do, yeah, it, it got, always goes back to her in that sense. Mm -hmm. Does she still live around? No, she went, she passed away oh, in okay. 2007, yeah. Okay, sorry to hear that. That's all right. Mm -hmm. So, if people, you haven't said the name of the business? Oh, so we're called the Smoothie Splash Bar at The Relish. Um, the company is You Spot Bar. Uh, and Smoothie Splash Bar is one of our sort of side service of what we do on the U-Spot bar. And the Relish is the building, that's the name of the building. So if anyone wants to find this place, just type in Relish and you'll find us on Google. Are you on social media? Um, yes, we are on Instagram as the Smoothie Splash Bar. And you can find us at U-Spot Bar Instagram as well, where mm -hmm. you will see all the sports and stuff that we do. Okay. And the Splash Bar one is basically showing mostly what we do inside the bar. Mm -hmm. And just to point out that she's really caring in the community. If you hear kids a noise in the background, that's because they're playing with toys and doing what kids do. So yeah. it's really true uh, what's said there. So what does the future hold for you? Um, I hope it holds um, a, 
a spot where it displaces more um, developed in the community and not just in Barkin and Dagenham, but some outside of the borough as well. Um, a main spot which is not shared in any way or form is everything that I can entirely put my stamp on including what the community wants because um, I would like to design a place that is when you come in you can see the reflection of the community so that I mean by having their faces on the walls people that comes in the different cultures making it a bit um, urban but also exotic so that's my sort of approach so we're just doing a bit of taster here that you see, but this is not even the gist mm. of what I want. But that's, that's the main thing. I want it to be out there, a spot that's always there, and then you know it. You, if you know this movie Splash Bar, you know it's, it's there, and there's, it's not just a bar, it's not just a cafe, you know, it's so much more to it. Okay, that's, yeah. that's, that's good. What would be your advice to somebody who's up and coming and wants to do following your footsteps? Um, in their own area, of In course. their own area, yeah. yeah. Um, like what I said to those at my uni, I just said, like, you have to be strict with time and you have to be selfish with people around you in the sense of your time. So um, for me, where I do, a, I do the bar, I'm a one-woman band, so I do all the accounts, I do the admin, I do the creativity side, I study, I make jewellery, I do hair on the side, so I am strict with my time. So if it's strict and being and having a good time management system and sticking to it as well. Mm. So that's what that is for me. Like, so if you're getting a phone call today and you know that you need to be on the laptop doing something, then you don't answer the phone call. It needs to be, unless it's life and death, then you don't answer it. And that's, how I, that's what I do. So some people don't hear from me for months or for weeks, but it's because I'm in my books, I'm in the accounts. And then afterwards, I'll message them back. Or they might WhatsApp me. I will look at the message. If it ain't important for me to really reply back, then I don't, because obviously I'm dealing with something else on the phone. So I just do it like that. Mm -hmm. So very strict with time. That's good. That, those are the makings of billionaires. Yeah. Just, you know. Oh, wow. I know that, you know, not <laughs> that I'm a billionaire. Good. I know one billionaire. Do you? But, but yes. What's it, do you? <laughs> What's his name? Is he single? Yes. <laughs> okay. No, because... Oh, is it um, he or is it a she? <laughs> I, follow, I follow a lot of people, oh, you know, entrepreneurs yeah. and people on social media. So okay. social media is my game. And um, you hear when they're talking, the Warren Buffetts yeah, and all yeah. of those kind of people and their, their work ethic. I did, an I did an interview the other day where this guy, he's a black guy, young guy, mm -hmm. I think he's late 20s, he owns his own asset management company. Okay. And he said um, when he first started to get into asset management business, he was told, delete all your numbers on your phone and reinstate five. Okay. But only five. So he had his mother, his brother and three other numbers okay. and he said and, and the man said block everybody else oh wow you see and, he, and he, he, he did it yeah and now he owns his own asset management company he wow. said it was hard but the man he, the man said this is what you do you need to be focused and you yeah, need to you not have, have to. distractions and not have this and not have that definitely and I think so your way to go yeah I've heard it before asset management's a lot of money oh okay so who knows you may have a chain of yeah, mate, it'll be good. We're helping the community and yeah, things like that. Yeah, it would be. So, it would be good. Like, yeah. there's so much bigger ideas with this place, but mm. yeah, it's just. Mm. So tell us about the jewelry. You make jewelry. I see you've got these like bad yeah, earrings. So, is, that, is those what you made? Yeah. So basically, these are just. 
I make from scratch, but I also make from things that are already there, if that makes sense. So this was a badge, and I just turned it into an earring, mm -hmm. to a stud. Mm -hmm. I make, um, I do seashells, so we go south end, I collect all the seashells, then I file them down, wash them, disinfect them and all of that, and then turn them into jewellery. Mm -hmm. um, people can bring me their old jewellery, I can redesign it into something new that you want, it's up to you what you want to turn it mm -hmm. into, and I do that. You're very creative. Yeah. Was your mum creative? You know, I don't know. I know she used to like singing and dancing, but I don't know if she well, was that's, creative. That's the art. Yeah, I don't so know. So that is creative. I don't know who was actually... I think I'm probably the one out of everybody in the family that's so much creative. Mm. My mm. brother is quite a bit of a creative person. You've got many vibes. siblings? Um, so I've got three brothers on my mum's side and three on my dad's side. Lost my little brother just after we lost mum. And yeah, so there's two brothers now I have, and then my sisters mm. and myself. You strike me as a family person. I am indeed, but it's, it's, it's weird because England and Jamaica, when it comes to family here, it's not the way I feel it should be. Yeah. I think when I came back to Britain and meeting my brothers and sisters, like reconnecting back with them, it's, it didn't, even though I felt lost, like I didn't have the siblings, when coming back, it still felt lost because they're not. No, it's different. Yeah, it's different. Like, yeah, I don't know it's what it is with England, but I, I say I put it down to England. It's just like a busy life. You always it's having finance. to be working, finance, right? It's because the finance drives everything. Everybody <coughs> comes, no one comes here because of the, the food and the yeah, weather. Yeah, yeah. So finance. everybody's about finance. And when you get taxed in heavy and things like that, you need to. Um, yeah, and I just feel it gets lost. So mm. I try my best. I always go and see my brothers and sisters, but I mm. wouldn't say it's um, transparent in the way on my mm. side. But I'm, my mum always grew us like that, you know. Mm. Family comes first in the sense where you make time. No matter what's going mm. on in life, mm. you always should make time. So I try to make sure I make time. Mm. But as my brother told me, I need to build my own family because if I'm trying to look for that from... The family I have, I'm not going to get that. So, yeah, that uh, was a bit you know of a what? burner. <laughs> yes, it's interesting you say that, because I'd say yes and no. My, my mum, my birth, I was adopted, but my birth okay. mum, she's one of 15. My birth dad's one of 10. And, mm. like, all of those, they've had large children. Like, I've got four children, my cousins have four, five oh, okay. children, all those kind of things. Now, my grand's like the matriarch. My, my birth father's dead and my grand's dead. Um, not my grand, my granddad's dead. So everybody kind of used to go to her house on Sundays without fail, everybody. Mm -hmm. And now she brought over clans, we call them clans. Oh, okay. They're all different surnames, we're all related. So mm -hmm. there's lots of us. Sometimes the house is just way too full and it's oh, a five-bedroom nice. house. That's kind of died down oh, okay. as generations go on. Mm -hmm. And then you get in smaller clans and people have their little hierarchy yeah. things. But I kind of, but every so often we do meet together. That's nice. So good. it's still kind of there? Yeah. I think. It's not lost out. And what, why I say I kind of disagree is because what will happen in time, as you get older, you start to become more family orientated again. Mm. You realise the rush of money or mm. women or whatever not, you're about. Yeah. It's not quite the same. Yeah. So I still That's get hopes. hope. Yeah, let's hope so. If not, I'm 
looking to build my own family anyway. <laughs> and the community is a family that we have here. <laughs> okay. Like, so, yeah. So you can so have more kids then? <laughs> these are all my kids. <laughs> Every okay. day when they come to the bar, mm -hmm. all my kids, yeah. That's and you know, it's... It's literally, as they say sometimes, mm -hmm. strangers can be the best family than actually your own family. Mm -hmm. When I opened this space and needed the help, it wasn't my family that came and helped mm -hmm. me. It was literally the community. Mm -hmm. The only, I had two members from my family, and my family's big. There's over like 40 or 40, 30 to 40 of them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Nephews and nieces, all big, working, mm -hmm. drive. So it's not like I said, they can't drive to the area or mm -hmm. anything like that. Public transport is quite easy access. It was really the community that came in, helped to de clean the kitchen, mop the floors, clean the tables, put up the decorations, do the bathroom. Mm -hmm. And every day since that day, they still come in as mm -hmm. to this day and say hello. Mm -hmm. Do you need any help? Mm -hmm. Offer to do the shopping for the bar. So, you know, it's like. So I've been blessed in that sense. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Coming to the end of the interview, you've been a great guest. Sorry about the Thank tech you. issues. <laughs> That's all right. It's technology for you. What I will say, <laughs> do I blame on the tech? You know? um, what I um, ask a couple of questions. One of them is, if the community, I usually say if the world was standing in front of you, mm -hmm. if your community of barking was standing in front of you, all of them, the young, the old, yeah. Yeah, the drunks and everybody, yeah. <laughs> everybody, yeah, yeah. all right, throw them and, in there and too. They, <laughs> and they wanted one sentence of advice from you, from Amanda. One sentence. What would that be? What would your words of wisdom be? Uh, I think my word of wisdom would be love each other as you would love yourself and do not judge a book by its cover. Very wise, very biblical. <laughs> Okay, that's good. Yeah. So just to remind people, where can they find you if they want to come and what do you offer as services? Oh, so we offer a lot. So you can find us at Barking, Two Times Square, IG11, 7NB, and we offer here um, iced coffees, smoothies. Um, you can even get to DIY your own smoothies, um, which means you can come in, order it, and then we will set it up for you and then you can just do it yourself if you don't want any of us to do it for you. Um, we do cooking clubs, which starts in October. So there's going to be a lot of sessions starting up in October, like cooking club, talent lounge, um, smoothie movie days, where you can come and watch a movie and get a smoothie. Um, and then we're going to be having things like um, network brunch, monthly events happening starting from October and yeah we do toasties here in the shop which are really nice um, everyone t tells us that they're really nice so I'm not just saying that they're nice mm -hmm. <laughs> we do pizzas so you can get gluten-free options as well with your toasties and your pizzas um, we do ice cream mocktails we do mocktails and we do drinks snacks and that's it really and yeah not to mention that we are going to start doing cook food on a Friday and a Saturday. So we're going to have like a cook-up day where the residents can come in and get their food um, for a good, reasonable price. And that's it. Okay, that's good. So lots to And social media, to. what's your link? It's on IG. So I know IG is a popular thing. So we are literally what the bar is called, the Smoothie Splash Bar. So mm. you type that in on Instagram, you'll find us. Type it in on, yeah. 
Instagram at the moment, that's where the smoothie splash is. But you spot bar is on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter if you want to find us. But our main active page are Instagram and Facebook. Mm. Well, thanks a lot for that. We wish you, you well. And to Thank the audience you. out there, come down here, check, get yourself a smoothie, bring yeah, your kids, man. do a little playing. They've got lots of toys over here. Definitely, and somewhere to come in the winter. All the links will be down below in the comments if you're on YouTube and obviously on Facebook, Anchor, Spotify and all the rest of the platforms. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> okay. We hope that episode enhanced your life. We post an interview every day as well as vlogging on our social media channel. Don't forget to subscribe to get our latest episode.